the more you look at it, the more you start seeing. That's right. Oh, it's got some details. I want to get a chainsaw shark. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Just I think I see an eyeship design in there. All right. And we're going to jump into it like we do every week. Sure. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Bladeology podcast. Uh, we're on with uh, just the hosts this week. I'm Jeremiah Burbank from PBK Vegas. Nick Chuperin of N60 Knives. Elijah Eichen of Eichen Blade Works. Awesome. So it's been uh, it's been a hot minute since we've uh, we've had a moment to catch up with you fine folks. We've uh, we've been on the road quite a bit endlessly. Uh, we're just reaching the tail end of show season. Um, the last show we went to was the Kentucky show. Before that was uh, Blade West. Before that was California. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try to do a little bit of a show wrap up. Uh, we all three of us have updates of of projects going on and changes in our routines and lifestyles. Um, Nick is vegan now, which is weird. Uh, we'll get used to it though. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Pseudo vegan. Yeah. Pseudo vegan. I feel right. like I'm dying inside. See, there you go. I mean, that's that's normal. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> By normal. vegan, we mean he's eating vegans, not that he's vegan. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going man, eating right. vegans. He's not going vegan. He's he's consuming vegans. Um, mm. wow. I just want to say that that last knife is a frame lock. <laughs> That's a straight up. That's a framework. <laughs> what the bleep? So what we're laughing at? Is I'm buying this right now. A, I'm buying tech that looks like it looks like a. It's a guitar with a with the flag on it, but it's also a frame lock guitar. It's hard to verbally <laughs> describe. Musical just, note. So I'm just saying. Just how amazing this knife is. The clip is a treble clef. Oh, oh I didn't notice that. <laughs> oh god, that's amazing. Yeah, oh, long there. How thin is that relief there? Oh, it's thin, but it's an Amtec. <laughs> like, are hold. like challenged for sure. That's, that's like oh, yeah. that's a quality spring clip right there. It's uh, pretty sure three that's just a CR one steel blade. Uh, the, the knife we're talking about, we're gonna put that in our stories on oh. Instagram. For sure, that's gonna happen. I might get some, <laughs> uh, gonna I might get some hate with that. We might get violated by light for uh, hate speech with that knife. Oh, that's good. That's uh, that's custom. Um, so yeah, it started. Uh, we'll probably dip in and out of the uh, the master cutlery catalog as we yeah. go here because it is terrifyingly uh, entertaining. Yeah, we we spent the last two hours trying to record this podcast, and all we did is look at like M tags and master cutlery, which is weird because we started looking at Coop's site. And then we went. Yeah, we went. We're high end to the lowest of end. Yeah, we took like a a, a hard nose dive. Yeah. Yeah, we went from yeah. the craziest folders to like the, the bottom, like the the bargain bin. <laughs> the bargain bin crazy. It's a local flea market. Yeah. Like when you're leaving Smoky Mountain, they just throw you one of these for free. Like, hey, thanks for coming in, and they just kind of like grab bag. Yeah, like go for it. Just take one, please. Seriously, we can't get rid of it. <laughs> just taking the inventory space. <laughs> so without beleaguering the point, uh, I flew from Vegas to Los Angeles 
Nick flew from New York to Los Angeles, and Elijah flew from Portland to Los Angeles, where we mm. met up and acquired a limousine and a John Gray. Yeah. And we limo. Yeah, you forgot. This about was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we'll 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 dive back a little bit, uh, and then we went to the show in California. Uh, we went to Friday Night Blade Affair too, which was which was very cool. Uh, yeah, it's kind of slid in there. Just kind of snuck in there. The DMs. <laughs> um, the Nick was exhibiting at, at California. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> completely forgot I, that whole area was a blur that was like it was california i forgot how like the whole show went was me working like a maniac to california to 20 hour drive north to to, to portland mm, yeah that was like uh the show was two weeks after i officially moved to portland so it's quite the uh whirlwind there for a minute mm. I forgot about exhibiting in California. Yeah, you were there, Nick. You had a table. Yeah, I was there. I brought like a record amount of knives too. Yeah, you had a few, huh? Yeah, I had a uh, sixteen knives with me. I didn't sleep like a month. It's a fair amount. Yeah, you had a few of those. I mean, they didn't all sell, right? Uh, no, I sold half. Nice. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, okay, so we're kind of stuttering here. So let me look at those bullet points we got set up. We're kind of um, so we're at the California show. Yeah, we're at the California show. We're sleeping oh. at the Marada Inn. Yeah, we got it. We got oh, a cheap God. hotel room that was not in the hotel yeah, where the show was. Jeremiah, okay, Jeremiah's was, like, oh, I got the hotel yeah. covered. <laughs> and Whatever. I'm like, cool. I tr- I trust you guy. We <laughs> pull up like way away from the hotel and I'm looking at him like no way I'm like I have all these knives and cash this doesn't seem like a good idea yeah better get the strap because it's like it's looking he, pretty sketch he, he walks up to the front desk and there's just like roach on the front desk I forgot about that <laughs> that was great I forgot about that I was signing the room sheet and like a roach like scurried across the counter and I smashed you with my fist and the oh, lady was straight up like oh thanks I appreciate that and I'm like I got you no worries <laughs> like she wasn't phased at all no she was just like nah it's cool like I appreciate well, she was the one behind that. the bulletproof glass which yeah, was lively today. Good sign. she was safe <laughs> she was like oh, I'm behind like yeah two three quarter inch piece of glass here so we're good mm-hmm. yeah and then we got up to the room and it's one bed for three of us <laughs> so we have to figure out that situation I I came prepared. I brought my sleeping mat and my sleeping bag. I was totally fine with sleeping on the floor. Yeah, until, you know, nightfall and then didn't have a blanket really, but yeah, that's... made it work with that uh, a towel. Yeah, sometimes you just got to towel it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first, the, we were only there for two nights anyway, and there was no sobriety happening, so it was totally fine. Um, we took some great pictures of the Friday Night Blade Affair, which was, uh, which was actually pretty fun. I got to say, the way they set up that lottery system... That was um, pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was really that was well thought out. To be fair, I got yeah, I got everybody's automatically entered in every lotto. So right, yeah, you just decline if you win. It. Yeah, just lay back and start drinking heavily. Yep, just get that intoxication on and wait for that number to be pulled. And if you want it, take it. If you don't want it, just pass. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. You gotta I run did, around and do anything. I did see what you guys meant about the weirdness of how it's like. In the Disneyland area, so just yeah. like drunk by people with knives around kids. Right. Yeah. So me and Jerry went last year, and Nick's first year was this year, and yeah, I mean it's like out in the middle of Anaheim, so it's a bit fur from uh, Encino, where uh, 
Recon 1 is, but I, I guess the show's always been there, so they're just going like, to keep it there. I think it's a tradition thing. They just kind of yeah. they kind of keep it rolling. People know where it is. Um, it's a, it's weird. It's a little bit weird with all the with all the the bunny or not bunny mouse ears running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on adults. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and full grown adults. But hey, you know everybody's got to go to Disneyland. Uh, I think the one thing that really stood out for me for the California show was um, I think on Sunday uh, we were at cream? Nick's table. No, remember Nick left and you and I were at oh, the yeah, table. Oh yeah, the Wayne Goddard piece. Yeah, yeah. and this oh, amazing. The, with the horns. Yeah, this amazing guy came up who was like basically dressed in character as like yeah, a, he was like a like a patch shooter, like a uh, muzzle loader rifle shooter. Yeah, and he had. I think it was Elijah. You put it in your story. I'm sure it's. Mm-hmm. Did you save it to your highlights? Uh, I can. Uh, I actually haven't uh, saved any show stuff to my highlights in a minute. I think since Blade Show, but we'll uh, see if we we'll see if we can't take up some pictures. But um, this, this character was amazing. Like he, the guy about, was cool. About Wayne and uh, Wayne Goddard, the guy that made the knife in Blade magazine right now. So oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Oh, so that's go, where go I saw recently. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I saw recently somewhere at at the New York show what the magazines are on the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an article in there about him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of knife, the knife magazine, we were in knife magazine and not the same article, the one prior. It's true. It's true. Just applause all around. Yep. Just good job, everybody. Or was that just something falling in the background? That was. Yeah, no, I. Um, it was cool to work with knife magazine. They wanted to do a, an article um, on the shop. Um, I appear in a picture on the phone, as I'm almost always on the phone in the shop. And um, yeah, check it out. It's a good article. Near the end, I um, I name dropped these two guys in the podcast to get it in there. Uh, I think it came out cool. It was it was it was a uh, it was a neat article. I think it's the the front of Knife Magazine is uh, it's the one with um, the Les George uh, trench knife and um, like uh, dagger, like the Gerber Mark One style dagger. And then, um, oh yeah, okay, right. And then there's a uh, Wayne Goddard's in, um, in Blade, Blade, uh, December edition. So definitely check that out because he is, it is some of his stuff is really is totally far out and very much worth checking up mm-hmm. on. Um, actually, you know what? I bet, um, I bet Coop has definitely photographed some of, some of his pieces over time. So it's definitely worth checking out. Oh yeah, also, for sure. To- totally a drop for Coop. We were just checking out before we started recording the uh, Knife Gallery, which is a new portion of Coop's site where it has archives of years and years and years of his photography. So definitely, if you're just if you've got time, go check that out because you can get lost looking at uh, pretty much anything from ancient samurai swords to folding uh, swing guards to sole authorship uh, fixed blades from the other side of the world. So go go check that out. Uh, what else happened at the California show? That was cool. Uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, lot of stuff. Didn't really get to hold one, but uh, Michael Raymond had a pretty interesting oh, piece. Yeah. I wanted to uh, hold, but I just kind of got foibled because of the lack of sobriety. But uh, yeah, I wanted to check that out. But like I saw, like I you know saw it from afar on the table, but it was pretty cool. Mm. Um, yeah, that, 
that was a, yeah, that I, was didn't, a I didn't really get to walk around much because I was exhibiting. You guys gave me the chance to like do a twenty minute lap, but I didn't really see anything. Nick had this towards the end of the show. No. We did uh, go through the ProTech facility. So. Oh yeah, that's I, right. oh yeah, I forgot about that's that too. God, that whole yeah. show was a blur at this point. Holy yeah, God. I had to it dig deep to uh, remember that one. Yeah, so um, I reached out to ProTech while we were in the area, and uh, they were kind enough to take some time. I think on Friday before the show, like yeah, the day before the show, um, and then give us a shop tour, which was awesome because I've been dying to go there for years. Um, but obviously, been doing business with ProTech at PBK for a really long time, so that's just I don't know why it's taking so long to get down there. Um, Dave, the owner, CEO, guy in charge, is uh, very cool. If you've never met him, take my word for it. Um, Blade HQ did a really neat video about him and his history. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he gave us a tour of the facility, which was dope. Um, very, very friendly, very open with the process. Uh, happy to answer questions. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty man. awesome. Yeah, yeah it was a cool to tour. Do. I've been through a couple factory tours, and that was I was like pretty impressed with how much. Like, he he was just very kind, and he was he. Should, uh, yeah, he answered all the questions I had and wasn't really secretive about anything. And a lot of times, like, guys get a little, little bit weird when you start walking around the facility. Well, yeah, I think there's no, definitely cool. a lot of like trade secrets or something. But he was yeah, definitely yeah. he was just very open to to answer questions, which I thought was awesome. Get to uh, check out some interesting prototypes and stuff. But... Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, in his office. So in Dave's office, he has patches from all over the all over the world. Um, from different service units that carry his knives. And he also had right below that, he had a whole thing of prototypes of basically every knife that Protex probably ever made, give or take, which was really neat because uh, handling some of those was definitely a blast, especially seeing as where those knives started and where they are now. You know, that's mm-hmm. some of their, their best-selling work. Yeah, pieces you'd only get to see if you, like, went there in his yeah. office and looked at them. <laughs> yeah, that was neat. Cool. Yeah, he had a prototype uh, Flyfather from back in the day, which was which is pretty cool. Uh, Bally song that they did with essentially the uh, Godfather blade. It was pretty cool. Dagger, look at dagger looking blade. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one too. Yeah, that whole wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My, my mind is just mush yeah. <laughs> oh, at yeah. this point. Um, so some pretty interesting eleven shows. Things. Yeah, eleven, twelve, thirteen, whatever. Saw so some interesting stuff on the uh, assembly line. Pretty cool. Yeah, some some very cool stuff coming from uh, from ProTech probably. Uh, I'm gonna say probably 2020 because I don't think it's dropped yet, but uh, we can't mm. obviously talk about it. But um, I would imagine me, probably around awesome. Blade Show. So. Oh yeah, that makes yeah time frame wise that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Based on how we in the in the steps we in the stages we saw those knives in the theoretically knives. Uh, yeah, probably Blade Show. We just. Don't want to say it because we don't know how secretive it is or not. Yeah, very. I'm. I'm. Yeah. You'll you'll know when you know, and it's just a be disclaimer. Nuts. Uh, no collaborations with neither me or Nick. So, right. If you were wondering, no, it's not that. Not not as of yet. It's an it's an automatic. No, uh, that's never. Gonna See happen. now you're just now you're just fucking. <laughs> you're muddying the water, Nick. <laughs> um. So yeah. So California was awesome. Um, as it turned out, as the three of us tend to do, uh, we rented a car when we were in California because uh, it seemed like the most legitimate way to travel from 
the Southlands to the Northlands of Portland, Oregon for Blade Show West. Yeah, that in itself was a fiasco. Yeah, yeah. This, that was these, fun. These, these, these assholes. I was like, oh, you, the, you should get the car at twelve o'clock and then come back to pick me up from the show. Okay. Yes, Nick that, did say that, but here's the thing: <laughs> nobody knew that the car rental place would close at one. That doesn't make any sense. What place closes at one p.m. on a Sunday? That's like asinine. That's crazy. Literally about thirty minutes late. Yeah. So the the Uber just drops us off. Like, here you go, and pulls away, and we're standing outside. Like, wait. <laughs> they're closed like we can see our car behind the gate but we can't get to it um so we frantically had to figure out another uh car situation because that was the end of the show we had checked out we had all of our luggage with us there was nowhere to go but to get in a car and drive to oregon stranded um, in disneyland yeah, it was, it was a yeah. it was a shitty situation because we walked next door to expedia the charge is double and they were like oh we're closing in 10 minutes and we're the only place open right now yeah I thought we only have one car left that hasn't been cleaned yet like y'all are did they say that this they said they only had one car left yeah the, the yeah, car i got whatever it wasn't cleaned was. if you remember right when we got the car like it was still dirty from the previous people <laughs> damn i don't remember that i thought that was just like like normal but i don't remember that was the last car yeah i know it was the, he was like look he's like if you don't take it the guy behind you is gonna take it so that, that's why like i walked out and sat in the car for 10 minutes i'm like where the hell are you guys like this is it like we're good like you well you mm-hmm. didn't tell us you got the car oh, you were yeah, like you didn't. <laughs> So like, do you guys really want to do this? Do you guys really want to pay double? And we're like, we have no choice. And like, you just left. So we grabbed the car, packed up our stuff, and hit the road from California to Portland. Uh, trying to think, that was Sunday. Oh, we went to go uh, hang out. So we actually we passed through Slow. and saw Nick's. What was it? His your cousin. Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay. This whole trip just like refreshed. Yeah, so we drove through, stopped in Cino, so I could see some family. Then we kept driving up north, and we ended well, up. We stopped at Recon One, but we didn't go inside. Oh, yeah, we were close. They were yeah. close. We got there real late. Yeah, we, we left some stickers though. Um, then we drove up north. We stopped at Pismo Beach, which is a pretty nice area. We ended up staying there at night, and then after that, we drove up north again to Carmel, which is like if you're not aware whoa, of what Carmel whoa. is whoa. we went to ahead of yourself nick we went to san los obispo got tattoos for like a day yeah we spent all monday getting tattoos oh yeah san you know why i forgot about it because uh-huh. I, I didn't have i didn't have time to get my tattoo you didn't have to go through the pain nick was also supposed to get a tattoo to be fair um well, i just like last second yeah i'm gonna get one too and i didn't, didn't it didn't, didn't work out perfectly. Tattoo. No, uh, I, I was get. I had that in advance scheduled. Tattooless. No, you got one. one of the one of the oh, guys. I mean, since that said show, one of the guys who does the art for the shop. Um, I know on Instagram, I reached out to him and I was like, "Hey," uh, so I set up a tattoo appointment and um, got some things tattooed. And then we were all supposed to get tattooed, but that didn't, the time thing didn't work out exactly right. Uh, mine took a little bit longer than, um, than thought. So then Elijah was up and then Elijah by the time, so... by the yeah, time we Elijah like was done, full day. It, it was like, what time do we leave? Like, I think like 11. Yeah. So we were there for literally 13 hours at the tattoo shop, which was pretty yeah. legit. Um, shout close out to the shop down. Yeah. This is where I found made. out. Both of them are horrible t- people at time management because they're like, oh, it shouldn't take more than five hours for both these tattoos. I'm like, you're insane. Your tattoos going to take five hours. That was it was pretty legit though because uh, Dresden shut down the whole shop for us. We just booked mm-hmm. him for the day. That was really neat. We just basically just hung out and um, 
Yeah. You never really know until, you know, you're with the tattoo artist and you never know how long we're going to take. So, yeah. It, I know. It was a little should... longer than expected, but it worked out. Okay, we should move on. Let's start talking about knife stuff. And oh, then yeah. after so that, we started yeah. driving up north like... and then we went to Carmel. Like, nah, nice shit. Well, yeah, well, that's the whole point of this. They don't care about our lives. To, yeah, um, so we went to Carmel, and if you don't know what Carmel is, because we didn't know what Carmel was, it's a hard part of the of the Twix bar. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially a small little town of retirees, but it's like a really rich town. Like every block has a five, like a a five to one ratio of five art galleries to one of whatever else it is like a grocery or a diner but there's just art galleries everywhere it's a really like clean and rich town later i found to out, get breakfast yeah great place but, to get some steak and eggs the reason we ended up in carmel is because we went to go visit carmel cutlery our friend steve sanford. Uh, yeah sanford right which yeah, you don't know actually, uh which monterey bay knives yeah right monterey bay AKA Marty Bay Knives. Who's kind of let's stay with him that night. And then um he had a cool you guys should, if you guys ever in Carmel, you guys should check, check out his shop. It was a pretty cool shop. All yeah, the woodworking like the in there with, Yeah, all the woodworking in there and the cabinets were custom made. Um yeah, that, Steve's that got a, a uh, he had amazing like wood fixtures in there. Yeah, yeah the the shop was like he's shop. dead. He's dead did some of that. Yeah, all the was like figured, figured maple well curly maple wood. He's got an awesome house, cool dog. His cat's kind of mean, but whatever. <laughs> Ate off the cat. Ate off the cat. Has a look to him for sure. Didn't like yeah, Nick. Smelled very Nick much. coming. He's he's the scent of Nick preceded him. I mean, Elijah. Just saying, and I got by no he problem, had but. he had a Hitler stash and the t- and instantly they cha- attacked the Jew. Uh, just, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah, it could be, be, at, at that it point we hadn't showered in a couple days, so it could be anything. It could be anything, but uh, he did attack you and have a stash. Um, that was okay. very cool of, of Steve to put us up uh, at his spot and check out the shop. Uh, we walked around Carmel for a bit. Uh, Carmel, whatever. Um, Carmel, 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 Carmel. That's right. Uh, he has a particularly awesome way of displaying his knives uh, with springs in them. Uh, if you know, you know. If not, well, go figure it out. Um, I guess he does a lot of kitchen knife business there. So he had a really neat kitchen knife display behind the counter where he's standing behind him. The whole wall is magnetized, so he keeps a bunch of kitchen knives up there. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. We got some uh, probably Elijah's favorite breakfast of the whole trip was in uh, Carmel. That was the uh, worst breakfast of my life. No, you loved it. He, it was scarred. He, he got upset that his pancake was actually a crepe and not a pancake. It was a thin, it was on the thinner side of pancakes, to be fair. Um, also incredibly expensive. It was well, yeah. Carmel. Yeah. Going into it, we should have assumed that that was going to be like a a heavy that's true though yeah. financial investment. And in- could have been an off day. I mean, Steve did recommend the place, so he did. Yeah. He was like, look, you know what's coming here. He's like, y'all aren't buying knives. You got to invest in this town somehow. To be fair, I had a great, my breakfast was great. I didn't complain. Elijah just had issues because he's from the woods. Well, uh, they were just so discriminating against my long hair. and get out of this food stuff. Then we drove up north again, obviously. 
And we stopped in San Francisco. We have we ended up getting a, having a tour of their urban EDC facility. That was Thank cool. you, Sean. And um, we're supposed to stop at Tag Gear in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Yongsu. And we were supposed to stop at Tad Gear. We didn't get a chance to while we were in San Francisco, but we did go to the pier because uh, once again, to meet up with some of my family and stop by uh, Weeby Knives. No, oh, not- yeah. On the pier, yeah, we, pier. we stopped by Weeby. Uh, that was pretty cool, actually. Um, the place is a little bit smaller than it appears, but it's got a pretty nice selection, and it's a really nice little little tour spot. I bet he gets a, a fair amount of foot traffic through there. Yeah, it's essentially a knife shack on... An amusement park pier thing. Wow, harsh words, Nick. Harsh words. That's what it was. It's not really harsh words. It's I mean, exactly it, what it was. It had a pretty yeah. big selection of inventory. It had a big selection, though. I mean, he definitely he had he he covered the base as well. I mean, he had custom Marfions in there, and you know, I mean, he had the high end, he had the low end, everything in between. Yeah, he had like, Elijah's stuff the in there. Stuff. He had a lot of selection. Yeah, no, variety. He, his his bases were covered. It was definitely weird to look at like a high end microtech custom next to like a Chinese no name thing, and then you look up and it's like a fantasy seven foot sword from like Final Fantasy that's like fifty bucks next to a thousand dollar microtech. If you can get away with selling thousand dollar knives, you know, every day out of a of a storefront, good luck. But I can tell you for something storefront and the online thing it's totally different people walking by who want a knife you don't know who they are not everybody has the same budget so i have a storefront i get it like you sometimes you have to you, know, you have to mix up the inventory out there you, you, you never know show. Yeah. yeah you know it's it's a, a knife for every every pocket but essentially a large part of the trip was us visiting knife shops we went to carmel um and we actually uh We actually went to to Mark's place too. Actually, I totally forgot that we, That's we skipped true. that. Uh-huh. Um, before we went, knives. yeah. Before we went to, was that before we went to? That was just after we went to. Um, after tattooing, Car- yeah. We after tattooing, we went to Carmel. And we crashed at C's place and they got up, had the right. shitty breakfast, oh and they got on the road. And oh my gosh. Yeah, we then, went up yeah. and met Nick's other cousin in uh, San, Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Oh, that was after, after that we went to um to Mars. Okay. Yeah, we were supposed to go. To T- I wanted to go to Tad, but it didn't happen. It so was fine. I, yeah, but it was like yeah, whatever. No time really. I was. It was cool to see the Weeby Knives place and meet Yang Su, which you guys have met. I've never, I've never met him before, so it was that was neat. And then okay, then we went and we hooked up with Mark. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait a minute. So we hit up the Bevmo. Bam. Which I still got that Bevmo card. That was Elijah's first time at a Bevmo. Yeah, it's a Bevmo special place. Is just um, a Walmart for alcoholics. Pretty much only in California, so that no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Costco for alcoholics. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got some good stuff there, though. I think we, I think we did well. Um, Elijah joined the club, so that's that's a bonus right there. Bevmo <laughs> card. Those savings. Never use that again. Um. And yeah, then Mark have Mark put here. us up, which was which was pretty awesome. Because I'd never been. Elijah spent like a week there last yeah, year. Like I've never days, been there. Yeah. I guess um, I know the shop and yeah. the town. It's pretty cool. Petaluma, if you're over there, go by uh, and stop by. Big knives. We got to. We crashed. Actually, we literally crashed in the shop. Like 
Mm-hmm. Like we literally slept inside the shop, which was yeah. Crazy. They have like a loft area in the shop that we stayed in for the night. Got uh, got some in and out that night with Mark. That was pretty cool. Got to hang out with, the, with the homie. I woke up in the steel shop. blade that I have to grind. Oh yeah, that's right. I totally is that. I guess that's not DL. So yeah, so Nick's gonna grind an osteo blade at some point. I don't. I don't think it's DL. It's that he's just like you just gotta grind, grind it. it like her. Yeah, there's, there's no. I'm one half of that project, and I'm not. I'm like, I didn't say it's DL, so we should be All good. Right. All right. Till we so, should not get a lawsuit. Like, yeah, pretty much. So at some point, at some point, myself somehow, you'll you'll grind that osteo blade. I'm sure that'll be that'll be kind of cool. I'm interested to see how that comes out. I went and got uh, coffee when we woke up, and the product of that coffee trip will probably be either on the beginning of this episode or the end of this episode. Uh, um, maybe at the end. If you're going to listen this long, you should uh, just leave them hanging. Get a little no morsel treat at the end, end of the episode. Okay, I'll, I'll put it at the end. I'll put it at the end. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was cool. Woke up and then hit the road from Mark's um, up, the, up the coast for a while, which was really pretty. Um, we hit wildfire season, like, dead on somehow. Uh, so we got a little thrown off track because of that. Um and then what did we do that night? We kind of hauled ass for Portland after that. Pretty much straight away, yeah. We drove pretty much. Oh, no, we that that was. Was that before or after the cabin? Cabin? No, cabin was after after Mark's. That was That's north. Fine. Okay, so the cabin, we got sidetracked on a oh, yeah. road that I took. And we had a whole day's adventure running around the side of the road. Um just doing nonsense, which... Remember, yeah, you pulled over, yeah. like, real quick, and then I was like, hey, like a cabin over there. It looks like uh might have some pretty cool <laughs> shit in it. This story sucks. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is so boring. I'm like, we just... Uh, yeah, this... Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Oh, oh yeah, that thing. There was... Okay, let's... The you just cabin a road thing, trip, but nothing about the that. The cabin thing was a thing where you had to be there. We're just gonna pass over it. Like it's yeah. Not, essentially, we just drove the roads. We ended up fucking up and no, losing we can't, all of our daylight. Can't pass over that. We stopped and we seen a cabin off in the distance, <laughs> and underestimated its uh, its the hike and interest. yeah the the insane amount of work to get over to it. But it was so, by God, we were gonna make it happen. It was on that the almost other side died. Of a- River. Almost just died just a couple times. Just you know, so the other side of the hill. Now put it this way: there are two skinnier people that are better at at trekking the terrain of up and down hills, wearing actual cliffs. boots, and then you have me being the fat, wearing uh, gym shoes and not actual things that you should be go- climbing up and down hills with. So I was just sliding up and down this hill. I made it down. And I made it back up, but halfway through this track, once they left me and went the other way, I'm walking and I'm like, oh, there's fresh poop here. Okay. Uh, I wonder what animals are around here. And I start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, those look like boar tracks or some kind of hoofed animal. Keep walking down a little bit more. I'm like, huh. It's definitely a mountain lion looking track there. And I keep walking down a little bit more, and there's a big one. I'm like, oh, that's a bear track. Okay, uh, time to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's what you want, my guy. That's that's good. It yeah. was it was a it was sketchy. Uh, it was sketchy. like a yeah, like a half dried riverbed. Yeah. Um, I ended up poop. forging the river. Elijah ended up going upstream and crossing the river. We both got to the cabin. 
scramble. I was like, oh, it's, it's going to be cool. There's going to be like some prospector shit in there or something. Yeah. There's some cool things like, I don't know. Like was on the edge I don't like know what they were trying to find. Like a hundred feet above the water. And we scrambled up to it and there was nothing in there at all. It was completely Absolutely empty. nothing. It was so a waste we, of time and we lost all uh, of our daylight. I had fun. We tagged the cabin with some podcast stickers, took some selfies, and moved on with our life. An entire cabin's gonna be gone. Like, oh yeah, it's gonna fall off into the it, river. It was a cabin that was on, like on a cliff that had, um, because of erosion, it was like half in the in the river already. And then we hiked to the part that was like hanging literally by a thread on the cliff. Um, yeah, it was custom. Cleaned up. Uh, Nick had a harrowing experience <laughs> after that. A harrowing experience in a rest stop bathroom. Sometimes things don't go the way you think they should or so hope right they that, should. Or in the mountains, we see a shack, and I'm like, oh. uh, I gotta use the shack. And just let's say I, I proceeded to evacuate the bowels oh <laughs> in, in the middle of the woods without any God. water, running water. Let's say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With bear sign all all around you. Just bear sign everywhere. <laughs> yeah, essentially, it was another sketchy situation. Yeah. Yep. So we kept driving. Long story short, we just kept driving <laughs> at that point. And so, okay, that was the point where we hightailed it from that location. We were probably what were we? Maybe like eight. Maybe six hours south of Portland, because at that point we hightailed it through the night. We got to, six, seven hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So then we got to Elijah's place at like one or two in the morning, right? You ever take? Yeah, it, was, it was around there, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So that was, that was pretty nuts. That was a great, great road trip. Um, from show to show because of the because of the closeness of the California show to the Blade West show there was really no logical point in any of us dispersing and going back to where we came from because there was only about a week so that's the excuse I'm going to go with for renting a car and driving from one show to the other show well both of them live on the east coast they could do whatever they want I mean the west coast they could have done whatever they want there's no point for me to fly back to New York and then fly back five days yeah I've been done <laughs> Uh, return the car, and then we ended up doing. So we did uh, Blade West in Portland. So that was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. Um, Nick and I did that show. Elijah uh, did other stuff, but was there? Yeah, I think I was on there. S- you were there on Saturday, right? For the last hour or two. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, right. you, he 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 didn't come in on Friday. He came in like two at like four o'clock on Saturday. Did I not oh, come yeah, on Friday? No, I came on a Friday like uh, maybe 10 minutes before closing. No, you did Yeah, and then uh, Saturday was like maybe 30 minutes before closing. Keeping that tight schedule, my guy. Oh, professional. Yeah. Super uh, professional. Blade West. Um, Blade West is cool. It's definitely a, a totally different show. You should not expect the same thing out of Blade Show West as you do any other show. This particular year was a very Ballysong-centric show. We had a lot of Ballysong makers. We had an awesome Ballysong competition that happened. Yeah, I was pretty um, surprised by how more Bally-centric that show is than what I'm used to. I think they're get they're getting their feet uh, in, in the right... Uh, I just think it's, it's the only show that really accepts them. Like, in yeah. New York, they really hate yeah. having them around because of the laws, and the hotel is not comfortable with them. Whereas definitely the, the Blade Show 
in Portland is like they don't care. They embrace the whole ballet song scene. Yeah, flippers everywhere. They had the competition. It, it worked out well for them. And then what I guess that is referred to now as Blade East is the one, the original one in Georgia. They put oh. them off to the side, like almost outside, essentially in the corner. Retro main course. Yeah. Right. But uh, Blade West, they're kind of front and center, right in the middle of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely too. Yeah. yeah, they they were they were cool with the whole ballet song scene. Um, the show does it has a lot of um, it has a lot of production stuff as well as custom stuff. The custom makers there are certainly it's a different style of of custom maker that goes to that show. Uh, you know, obviously some of our favorites were there. Bill Bill and Eric were there uh, from Touch Knives. Uh, John Gray was there. Uh, Matt Diskin Matt was Diskin. there. Who else? I mean, there were there were a lot of people. Those are just those are. Mm-hmm. Sanford exhibited too. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. Monterey, Monterey was there. Leon. Of course, uh, we knives. Right, we knives. Okay, yeah. All, all, the I got Chinese, a, all the Chinese production companies were there. The um, that's where I got the dress catons, as mm-hmm. they brought those to Blade Show West. Yeah. Um, I scooped those up. It's a big enough show for them to show up. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, you know what? It's an it's an awesome show. Uh. It's not a big hype lottery show like the California show is. It's definitely a lot more laid back. Um, it's definitely worth it just to go to Portland, which is, I think, a lot of what some people go for is just to it's a great excuse to go hang out in Portland for a few days um, as part of a vacation write off show type thing. However, you want to go to show. Um, Nick did not exhibit at that show. Uh, um, originally, I was supposed to exhibit at that show and not go yeah. to California. In the last minute, tomorrow gave me a table in California, so I ended up canceling the table at Blade West and exhibiting in California instead. I still attended it, but I didn't exhibit. I didn't plan on making that many knives. If I knew I was going to have 16 knives, I would have definitely kept the table. Yeah, I think, right, I think you mentioned that. You were sort of like, you were surprised that you had made that many. Yeah, just kind of the the prior month, just kind of everything, the stars aligned, shit just worked. Yeah. It doesn't never happen. My seven years of doing this full time, it's never happened. <laughs> well, once in a while, you know that's that's not a bad thing. That's why I get a win. Yeah, we ended up uh, we stayed in an Airbnb with uh, with Matt and with John, and that was actually we did a uh, Halloween the night we got there, which was a pretty uh, right oh that. shit, I forgot what that yeah. burn down like, drag out like hairspray for like a week. Yeah. That was a pretty fun. Uh, Excursion. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put uh, temporary tattoos of um, stilettos on my face. Oh, sure. my God. Yeah. I forgot about, I so, probably, we got all your... Yeah. <laughs> yep, that happened. And a, blade, and a Bladeology sticker on the side of my skull. So that's and then, There's pictures. I, the, next There's day, pictures. He, yeah, the next day he came to Blade West, he looked like he got socked in the face. <laughs> we got home after the party, and uh, he was drunk as shit, and he started scrubbing his face with a washcloth because they wanted to come off. Soap. <laughs> Should have just used some soap. So, <laughs> Folks, if you're oh, ever out there soap. drunk as hell trying to scrub off some temporary tattoos, use soap, okay? And use maybe some soap. water. Wait, you weren't using soap? No, I, that's why it was all red. It's because I was just like feverishly scrubbing <laughs> like a partially damp washcloth. Oh, it's wet. I was like, it's why won't these horrible Chinese tattoos come off? I was like Jeez. dying laughing. Though. The more I laughed, the more you were just screaming and scrubbing. Yeah. It's always a, Portland's always a blast. That was, it was a fun, <laughs> it was a fun Halloween, though, for the Kentucky show, which was our most recent get home. Um, 
And Kentucky Show is always a blast. Not, not a huge. How do we just jump to Kentucky? There. Uh, we just completely skipped New York. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, Kentucky. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that, that happened. Like, this is, uh... The New York Custom Life Show happened. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. So after California, it was New York Custom Life Show. Oh, um, <laughs> wow. We go to a lot of shows. Um, literally every single one. Uh, so much that you actually literally forget about them. That's so, why we seem like we're half because like we just finished our last show for the year, and for some of us, that marks eleven or twelve shows for the year. I don't even remember what happened in New York. It was fun. We saw the Knife Nuts crew. We saw the Mark of the Maker crew. It's always good to. We always threaten to get a podcast picture with everybody. It doesn't happen. We had a fun uh, Uber ride with some Krispy Kremes. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, we did have the Krispy Kreme, which is a tradition for the New York show. If you're ever at the New York show, feel free to come get a Krispy Kreme. Saturday morning is usually the best time to do uh, that. I ran around with a Krispy Kreme hat and proceeded to give away two dozen donuts. It's, it's surprisingly, people like free donuts. Um, a lot of people were very ecstatic about said donuts. Yeah, it's a mm. it's a thing that happens. Or Lafroy, whatever, whatever you want. The donuts or the or the scotch, both are up for grabs. Um, we got cyber so trucks good. when we were there. Uh, oh, me, me and Levon pre-ordered uh, cyber trucks. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be an exciting. That'll be an exciting road trip to Blade Show, twenty twenty one when that happens. Oh, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh, twenty twenty two. Okay. So that's twenty twenty one. We'll see. Whatever. At this point, I still have not canceled my pre-order, so I'm still down. I don't know. There were knives and stuff in New York, whatever. Am I missing anything? Uh, hung out in the city with the guys. Yeah. Did we do that? No, we didn't go into the city. No, we did for like mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah, we did. We went to, the we last, went to uh, shot. Yeah, we, we uh, went to a, a couple clothing stores. Yeah, but that's when you guys were at my house, right? That was after the show. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was after the show. So it was like, well, like four hours to get into the city. Oh, my God. Yeah, was... There's a lot of road closures. No, so yeah, usually we, we end up getting with the crews, uh, like multiple crews, and we end up heading towards Manhattan and spending a night there. But it was just shitty weather that weekend, raining and snowing. Uh, so we end up just kind of hanging out at the hotel mainly with, uh, with the Knife Nuts guys. Um... Anything interesting at the show, knife-wise? There was a, there was a, was it a Russian dude that had the the Space Odyssey knife? That was pretty dope. The Enterprise, yeah, knife. Star Trek, but yeah, yeah, the Star Trek knife. Moro, nice. He had a, a watch too, which was pretty, which was yeah. Pretty I awesome. didn't, I didn't yeah, see the watch, but I saw it on Instagram the other day because my dad follows him. It's pretty damn cool. It, it looked like a, is it a Tie Fighter? The one of the wings of a Tie Fighter, kind of. Something like that. Yeah, the sides of the watch. No, not the size of the watch. The Tie Fighter knife. What you're oh. thinking about is the knife that uh, wasn't the watch that was in Kentucky. I'm talking about the one that Morrow made. The the the, the black lip mother of pearl face had a bronze bezel that looked like a Tie Fighter wing. Hmm. Yeah, right. I could be wrong, but when I saw it, I was like, "This looks like a Tie Fighter." Um, I totally spaced out on the on the Tie Fighter one, but that was that was actually pretty dope. Yeah, I, I didn't see it at the show. I just saw it the other day from my dad's Instagram. It was pretty cool. Um, anything else that was really cool at the show? Uh, I, I, I won. I mean, there I was cool stuff, you know, just, oh, yeah, you, you won a lottery? I won a lottery. Fortunately, I didn't keep it. Um, you won a lottery. I, I, bo- uh, I, I bought a knife. 
for myself. Oh yeah, that's right. You bought that cool little um, slippy. Well, I bought I bought multiple knives actually. So in California, I forgot that I bought this Japanese dude. I forget his name at the moment, but I see him at every show, and he makes friction folders with forged blades, O1 hand they're forged and hand rubbed, and usually different types of wood or carbon fiber. I've seen them forever, and they're pretty cheap. You know, it's like 130 bucks, and he was next to me at uh, my table in California, and I was watching him for like two days, and I ended up buying one. Uh, and then at Blade West, I bought uh, Kershaw. Launched nine automatic. So New York was cool, and then we just did Kentucky. Um, Stayed in the cool loft yeah, for, New York, for the New York show, unlike that weird motel in California. Uh, <laughs> the weird hotel? You mean the? Uh, I said motel. <laughs> motel? Yeah, was it? Well, yeah, it was like a hybrid. Yeah, the loft in uh, Jersey City was not bad. No, that was actually really nice. That was legit. That mm-hmm. was like a legit ass Airbnb. Except yeah, for the sliding doors. Oh, that was weird. It had barred sliding barred doors. Um, I think that's really it for New York. Just, yeah. it, we're, we're thinking too hard to say something about it. And that was pretty much yeah, it. Just, it wasn't. It wasn't really eventful. Morrow had the coolest show at the show. Uh, besides that, it was. Just, it was about me. I mean, it's always okay. To be fair, whoa, Nick, it's always a good show. Great like, show. Man, that was a good like, show. It, it's, it's, it's a, a good, good show. show. That's not what I mean. I mean, I yeah, like, I know. I know nothing, like, there was nothing that stuck out. I get it's it. Like just every, shit on everything. Like every other year. Yeah, Nick just hates everything, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> it's my home show. It's not like it's like I've done it for ten years. So it's like right. it's the same anyway, thing here. The Kentucky show is Great also show come on with the Craft Brew Junkies. So it's it's a Craft Brew Junkies Kentucky show. I don't know. Google it. It has nothing not. to do with the craft brew junkies at all. It just okay. stuff. So it has come. nothing to do with it at all, except for both things happen exactly at the same time, and the entire show is a drunken madness filled with craft brew junkies running around. But other than that, you're right. Nothing to do with each other at all. No, that's it not is. how it happened. That just happened later. The craft yeah. brew junkies joined Kentucky. So the Kentucky Knife Show, a lot of guys don't know about it. It's a little bit BS. This last year, but Nick's going to explain it again this year. Did we do an episode about it? Whatever. Yeah, we'll listeners. We had like nine listeners last year. Now we have like 19. It's great. Right. Doubled. All right. Holy shit. Matt's not great. That's like 110%, but it's cool. Um, is that right? Yeah, whatever. It's just a DL show. Wow. It's mainly Facebook. It started as a get together in a Mexican restaurant. And essentially, it's a knife show by knife makers for knife makers. So it's pretty much a vacation we can write off, I guess. It's like three, two to three days of drinking, depending on how you do it. And then on Saturday, the show starts at 6 p.m. Yeah, so pretty much all the collectors and knife makers are somewhat drunk at that point, and it lasts for all of four hours. Um, this year, there was an incident where someone got a little too drunk and rowdy during the show hours, but that got taken care of pretty quickly. And um, But it's a great show. Chris Flanagan puts it on with uh, with Scott, and they did a great job this year. It was like every other year um they definitely organize her pretty well it's very it's pretty limited uh there's a waiting list to get on there at this point uh there was a few new faces this year if you guys paid attention uh, exhibitor wise and collector wise too there was a lot more people this year because like like jenner was mentioning the craft brew junkie guys on facebook started really embracing the show and they do a get together with us at the hotel and the hotel's kind enough to give them some space to do that Consider that they have a bar at the hotel. Yeah. 
I mean, it is pretty legit because like any price else would be like, oh, you're bringing in like hundreds of thousand dollars in booze to the hotel where you're supposed to be buying booze. Like, it's cool of them to deal with it. It's it's very good. It's a legit ass little spot. Knives oh, we forgot to mention um, John Gray's gray meat at the uh, show. Oh yeah. Here, have some meat out of my bag. Uh, John Gray wasn't selling knives at New York. He was just kind of walking around with a cool, cooler bag with, with, with meat. meat inside. Just handing out, handing out some handing out meat. meat. It, it, it was elk that he shot in the backyard of his shop. It's pretty tasty, like, though. I ago. had some. Probably a few days prior. It was good. It was good. The presentation was lackluster, but to be <laughs> fair, the follow-through was good. It, John, I felt like I was John buying, cooked it John, properly. I felt like I was buying drugs from John. He's like, oh, hey, Nick, come here. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, I got something for you. I was like, okay, cool. Pulls out this bag under the table, unzips it. I look inside. All I see is aluminum foil. I'm like, okay, this is shady. Unwraps the aluminum foil and then just slices of uh, meat. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, it's just bag meat. I I'm like, uh, how do I? He's just taking it with your hands. I'm like, okay, great. Cool. You got, an you got an napkin? He's like, no. Okay, cool. It's very John. Grab it. Very John. Yeah, if you met John Gray, it's just you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew it was fresh though. The moment I saw it, I was like, oh, "You shot that in the backyard, you aren't taking the He's Like, yep. Okay. It's not shit that happens in New York. <laughs> um, Elijah came to the Kentucky show. Uh, what? I was there. He was present on day two. On day two. There was a day too. It was just one night. Yeah. There's Friday night and then there's Saturday night. Eh, it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> Semantics. All right. Uh, um, so that was the Kentucky show. Uh, it's it's a great show. Um, if you get a chance and you're in the neighborhood and it hasn't sold out and you know somebody who knows somebody, and you know somebody because oh yeah because the know. exhibitor I mean uh. The collector badges, like if you want to attend, are also very limited. They sell out pretty quick too, so you yeah. have to be on uh, in the Facebook group and keep track of that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to um... Kentucky Knife. Uh, name Scott. Who runs it? Scott and Chris. Scott and Chris. Yeah, that's right. I met one of them. I didn't meet the other one. There's a Facebook group. Kycks. Uh, Facebook group. Just follow that. So those were the shows. Um, as it turns out, it's um, December 2019. The show, uh, the show year is pretty much over. There are no way. more shows in this year. We're going into 2020. That's what you think. More shows. Um, we got a show New Year's Day right away. Shots yeah, are right around the corner. Yeah, shot shows right around the corner. Technically in twenty twenty, so that's actually that that wraps up our our show schedule for for twenty nineteen. Um, we went to every single show that was available to go to. Um, I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, you guys didn't go to Paris. Yeah, that's true. We did not go to Paris. Okay, every continental United States. Uh, well, then Elijah, you didn't go to Germany. Like <laughs> that's true. Okay. Yeah, next, year. Go there. <laughs> next year. Next year. Um, as uh, far as as far as catching up with uh, with news goes, um, we've got some we've got some updates. Uh, Nick, what are you what are you working on right now? Uh, well, I'm I did a pre order like not even a month ago for about twenty MK ones. Should be done with those by Monday. I'll probably do another pre order for about ten more with different handle variations that I was messing with. 
Uh, hopefully within the week, it is December 19th of the year 2019, and hopefully within about a week or so, I'll have the pre-order ready for the Micro MK1s. I do about 30 to 40 of those uh, to wrap up the year, and then so I could start working on the pre-order for sometime in January to February for newer full-size models, the the promised Valkyrie and Ragnarok of last year that never happened. So we're promising uh, it for this year? Yeah, so I was supposed okay. to do a pre-order January of 2019, so now it's going to be January 2020. Still sticking to that January number. Just halfway there. That's a year true. apart, but halfway there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. EDC items, Knuckles, are being worked on. Are we, ta- are we talking about that? I don't know. I guess we're talking about it. Do you not want to talk are about it? They're being slowly produced. I, I guess. They, they haven't really been produced. They haven't, we're still kind of hearsay. Material has been ordered, I guess. The material has been ordered. It's the renders have it's, begun. It's the revival of Jeremiah's comp, uh, OG company, Impera Industries. We, we actually talked about this in the very first episode, which was almost exactly a year ago, but we're actually doing it now as Nick and I will be making things. Um, that are knuckles. Uh, Did you say we're going to be making knuckles together. I, I we totally talked about it at some point. Oh, to be fair, knuckles are gay. I just make. I just want to make metal art. Sure, whatever guy. Um, <laughs> whatever you want to <laughs> say. With my, metal with my, art. With, with metal that art. That sounds gayer. Just so you know. <laughs> it definitely is. Like, yeah, knuckles are gay. I just want to make metal art. Like okay. <laughs> with my friend Jeremiah. Yeah, like that's. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna bring back we're gonna bring back my um my split knuckle design, which uses uh, magnets to keep each half of the knuckle together. So essentially, you have one knuckle when it's together, and then you slide it apart, and you have a knuckle for each hand if needed. So pretty excited. We're gonna be doing a, a collab on that. We got materials ordered, drawings and renders, and we haven't cut any prototypes yet. We're gonna do that probably next weekend. It sounds like. Um, so stay tuned. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And um, you guys will see it on Instagram probably sooner than anywhere else other than hearing about it here. They uh, make great money clips. Yeah. That, yeah. Life's got a, a version one Janice. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want two. I just don't know where it is. Right. Uh, I have some podcast updates, but I'm going to hold that till the end. Uh, so look forward to the knuckle thing. Um, Elijah, what do you got cooking? Oh my god, I don't know. Um oh yeah. Just got the black stars in yesterday. Uh entire shipment. Uh uh stateside, that is. The DLC variants finally dropped on Klingenreich uh, a few days ago. So those are available that? right now. Yeah, Klingenreich. Klingenreich. Sounds very forthright. Probably uh, is. It, it um, is a oh, it is a German dealer, never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, like just it sounds very German. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, I guess we should have done these like little red rings around the pivots, the black and the red, a little bit of gray in there. Anyways, um, yeah, there was red rings. No, I'm joking. No, they're just full DLC and then half DLC. Those are available um, through them, limited exclusive. And then uh, yeah, I got the rest in yesterday. I was going to be headed to dealers, hopefully tomorrow. So. By the time you're hearing this, hopefully, they should be popping up in the next couple of days. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that that V two. A lot of uh, there's a lot of stir about that. It's yeah, Black Star V two. That titanium is very cool. So yep, what's so I, uh, what's the finish on the regular titanium? Is it just it's just stonewashed titanium? 
Yeah, it's just like a uh, it's like a blasted and then like lightly stonewashed. Okay. And uh, on this run, of course, they're not G10, they're titanium. Uh, changed the blade steel from M390 to CPM 20 CV, uh, mainly because of sourcing issues with the M390, but it's basically an equivalent, so that works. Um, satin, same satin finish, full tie, and then marble carbon fiber on the inlays. Same size, same everything, same specs, except uh, I did a double detent system on these ones instead of the single. A little, uh, give it a little more snappy action. A little bit and uh yeah there's gonna be a uh full like a acid stone washed bronze uh variant exclusive to urban edc supply um those are gonna be going up pretty soon and yeah the rest are um gonna be sold through a couple dealers a handful i'll uh make sure i get that up on uh instagram the list and then the rest are me but uh yeah pretty nice. limited Kind of limited. Uh, there's a few variants. Some I won't talk about yet, but yeah, there's like uh, they're more limited than uh, the previous version one. So hopefully people are uh, satiated with this batch, and then next batch we'll do something different, maybe. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm I'm kind of excited to mess around with the the titanium version because of the double detent i mean i like i like my black star i don't really have any complaints about it i mean it has a huge amount of lock fail obviously but Mm -hmm. yeah enormous amount because the uh you know the lack of a uh a locking mechanism which gets me every time because i'm like i don't understand like it's a knife with no lock so like i go to use it and i just cut myself and i'm like god damn it i hate this Mm -hmm. every time um but yeah, the double detent on the new one, that's that should be pretty cool because then it holds the blade open and holds the blade closed. So I mean, yeah, a little bit more the more than the original. But yeah. I mean it's still a slip joint. Okay, so it'll still have lock fail then. Yeah, it's still gonna have lock fail. Um All couldn't right. get around that, but we'll see right. for the V three. Maybe uh maybe a locking versions in the in the works. All right, yeah. We'll I'll see. keep my fingers crossed for a knife that works. So that that that's fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, definitely, definitely check out that that DLC looks legit. The full DLC one looks pretty cool. Yeah, there's only a uh, from Germany. Uh, pronounce the name. Klingenreich. Klingenreich. Yeah, yep. knife force Klingenreich on Instagram. Oh, is that what that means? Knife force. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Well, oh, that's one and the right. same. I thought those sure. were different companies. Okay. Knife force is a great. Knife force is a great name. That's like badass. Like yeah, it's like Vegas force. Yeah, like that's like who are you gonna call? Like knife force. Like they have a lot of knives. Mm-hmm. We have the knife force. The knife. But yeah, there's only like a handful of those. Um, those DLC ones. I don't even have one myself. I should have probably got one, but whatever. I'm sure I'll see one in the wild one of these days. But yeah, those are available as long as supplies last. So cool. Go grab. Did you one. ship those straight from China to Germany? Yeah, they were shipped straight from. Uh, the Chinese mainland direct to Germany. So I never oh, handled them. So you don't huh. QC them? Well, they QC'd those, and then Klingenreich QC'd them, too. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. It was cheaper to ship them from... Uh, I mean, there was oh, yeah. no point in shipping them all the way over here than all the way back. So Yeah, just to Germany? Huh. Yeah. All right. So go grab one of them if, you, if you're so keen. So, um, Do you like those uh, those tactical, you know, mall knives, oh, yeah. full black knives, full black marble ninja knives? Mm-hmm. 
So as far as things go um, on my end, I think um, is that kind of all the news you guys have for now? Pretty much. All right. I make uh, my so for the podcast, um, a couple things. We're going. Um, we just finished our first year. I'm kind of surprised we did it. Congratulations for us. What are we uh, on? Like uh, 22 episodes. I think yeah. So this will be, this will be episode this will 22. Be, yeah, it's pretty good. It's almost one episode every other week. If you just if averaging, that's not what happened. But if you yeah, if you average weeks in a year, about twenty two, halfway. We've been doing, we've been, we doing can, um, we've been doing pretty good. Um, I think we've been trying to stay as regular as we can. Well, we have we one more this year. Yeah, we're we're got we got something special for you. But I, I definitely appreciate everybody listening. Um, going into twenty twenty. Um, just running some numbers and such. Uh, we really want to try to expand the listenership and bring you guys um, even more cool podcasts to listen to. Um, so we sort of decided slash I just decided that we were going to get a Patreon. Um, seems like the cool thing to do. Everybody's doing it. Uh, mostly just um, because there, there are our bills that that are we're incurring which is not a big deal but um i I'd, I'd love to to be able to get some support from the listeners to help us get through that stuff um i don't know if that's a good pitch for the patreon or not like two tiers like a, just a basic tier for you guys to just like throw us a couple bucks like that's awesome that's legit a couple bucks a month goes a huge way um give us yeah. money yeah mm-hmm. just, just it's, no the thing Basically. is it's, yeah. it's legitimately because we are incurring bills like i'm i'm personally yeah, like for example all of us are incurring bills i'm complaining about it but it, you know it's a couple bucks a month would be awesome mm-hmm. and then no, yeah, uh, like, like, get our no, patreon send more money it. Oh this is God. advertising. It's fun to do, but like for example, just now, I, like we're trying to do a bunch of upgrades that that's going to cost that I have to, like I'm paying for. We're splitting it, but it's five hundred bucks. We don't we don't do this to make money, but it'd yeah. be nice to sell some like come up with some new merch just to cover the cost because that's gonna be five hundred dollars a year just for the things we're doing right now. Right. Plus all the other little th- like the stickers and all like we just got stickers and lighters made. We usually just give those out at shows. Uh, so just be nice. To eat. So that way, at least we break even on the costs around this. Basically, yeah. the the five hundred bucks that we're we're going to incur is essentially like equipment cost upgrades, um, server cost upgrades. It's just it's stuff to make the podcast itself better. We're not like taking your money and like making money on it. We're just trying to cover some of the costs that we do incur for the podcast to to bring a higher quality product. Um, so look forward to that. That'll be great. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something like exclusive things for the Patreon guys, yeah. probably like a day or two early. Uh, all the generic, like the general jazz that all goes on with the Patreon with the Patreons. Wow. Um, should be we'll fun. Got to come up with the tiers and probably have giveaways going on. Just, just, just the general jazz that everyone else does. You got to figure out the logistics for that. I mean, yeah, we we got to figure out the logistics. I'll do it later. Um. By so, that means Jeremiah's gonna figure out the logistics I'll and let us know when we're gonna hear it out and let these phone. guys know. <laughs> and they will briefly sign off on it. We'll pretend to look at it. Uh yeah, so that should be that should be good. We do have um we're all looking at one more episode um this year, which will probably technically launch in the new year. I don't know, but it's something special that I'm pretty excited to bring you guys. Um 
And going through the new year, we're going to have a huge guest list. We have already a terrifying amount of guests lined up um, that are excited to come on and talk with us. I don't think I have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? Um, Just be prepared for some uh, extremely awesome content moving forward. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Would that know what Nick Troop wrote of NTC Knives out? Leaving that whole thing on. Jeremiah Burbank from PBK Vegas out. <laughs> yeah, that is discouraging. <laughs> and then uh, the mustache guy, he, he's also, he went to piss again. He's out. No, I'm still here. Uh, that's cool. It's waiting on you, Nick. He already said it. Did you, though? Oh. Cool story, bro. Yes, this latest opus was inspired by our most recent West Coast tour, visiting uh, some friends of ours who pass around the flaming hot torch of knife making. They are particular individuals, and this is a particular type of tune. Banjo's living in the bando. 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 Hold on. Oh my god, what's that to Jeff? What is wrong with you? Oh, wow. Look at that. Dark side blades. That is custom as fuck. Ring assisted knife. Is that the collab that you guys did? Yeah, it's the the, uh, the Dark Knight satellite. Me and Jeff did. That's pretty insane considering you guys only did one. There was like five made. Oh. They pay attention. But look at the logo. It's like, it fits. It's true. What logo? They're, they're quick, the man. Dark side like, blades logo? They're in there. They're watching. They don't, they don't even. They're just reverse engineering in co- Instagram pictures. Basically. Yeah, and it comes in three colors. Yeah. Oh, they also, like co- they also copied. Um, yeah, the other every one's Marsh. ever made. No, Marsh. It's not, uh, not Marsh. It's fucking. Yeah, the other one's Marsh Steel Flame. No, it's the fucking the one we just saw by the, the by the the guy by the people. Huh. The the bad, bad blood. Bad blood bleeding. Oh no, the other one I just sent to the group. That's fucking great. No, look at the, the one that I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the one you sent is the Marsh, and then like Bodega. No, it's a Rad Knives Cleaver with the Bodega Fuller. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whose handle that is. Sure. M Tech for life, my guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love Master Cutlery. Dude. Let me just tell you, Elk Ridge, Elk Ridge is <laughs> some of the best, some of the best guitar knives you could get. Like if you're looking for like a nice pocket knife that's shaped like a guitar that also has a bottle opener, Elk Ridge is kind of the way to go. Which is great because I pretty much only collect guitar-shaped handled knives. 
so, dude, that's what I'm trying to make with the. Uh, it's really up, it's up my alley. I'm glad that we've. That's what I'm trying to make with the uh, the lady leg knife. Sure. Yeah. I should just come out with like a lipstick knife. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a legit like like full titanium custom lipstick knife. Honestly, I think that'll do well considering how big they were back in the day. I get that. Like a high end version. It's like a key I've, knife. I've been looking to fulfill my triple set um, throwing knife desire for a while, and I just found a really amazing one with a rainbow dragon curled around the handle by Perfect Point. These look really nice. They're embossed. Oh, really? sweet. Here we really? go. Oh, Rich guitar knife. Oh, I dude. can't figure out how sarcastic you I was just, ah, oh, this is great. So I just found some um, some stars and bars throwing knives. So they've been, they've been um, hydro dipped with the uh, with the southern flag, which is great, because that way I can throw knives and also, you know, that's wow. That's great. Oh, God. Where are the guitar knives? I don't see them. Uh, hold on. I'll send a link to the group chat. <laughs> Those are okay. No, that's sorry. My bad. Those are actually that's MTech branded. So that's the that's an in-house design from MTech. Holy shit. I see it. Yeah, it's pretty flaming, awesome. flaming gold guitar. Oh, it's pretty baller. Dude, it's five bucks. I'll get. I'll sure. Yeah. Ask me like, what am I EDCing? Oh, just this. Just this. I mean, a lot of these are legitimate. It's it's so tough to tell because a lot of these are probably semi. Oh. Hey, uh, Elijah, can you get me a knife from from Savivi at Chacha if I don't go there? Uh, probably. Yeah. I want a backlash. What? Everybody wants one of those. Well, it looks just like one of my designs that I have. Yeah. Try to get that knife on, on an airplane. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Jungle Master. Nice. Here we go. <laughs> Jungle Master. Nice. Uh, oh, this yeah. M-Tech looks dope. Yeah, dude. These are really nice. Yeah, some of the M-Techs. Yeah. Who was saying that? that? Is that low one? That, like, they're scary? No, I was saying oh, that. Me, oh, yeah. Well, me and Jerry were saying that because, like, $10, it's, you get bearings. And I was like, my bearings cost me $3. Yeah. No, the, the, the Chinese production scale for, for what we're expecting them to, to put out and what they're actually putting out, like, these these amazing Elk Ridge knives are actually probably pretty nice. Like, granted, I want a red dragon with ruby eyes on mine, not a silver one, but I can settle. Ah, oh, this is dope. It's got running... Horses on it? Sick. It's got like a, a wolf scene. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, no bullshit. The very first knife I ever had was, uh, my dad got it for me when I was like real little. It's like a boker, I think, a little slip joint. It's a scrimshaw. It's a wolf scene. Nice. That's but it's so actually awesome. Like, it's actually tasteful. So I'll, I'll try sure. to get a picture of it. I could see you as like a kid. I'm sure your dad looked at you and was like, you know what, this guy's going to grow up and wear a lot of sweatpants and um, wear, like, wolf scene shirts. <laughs> Dude. I'll... Turns out pretty, pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. I am literally going to start wearing wolf scene shirts, like, to every show now. Yeah. No, it's some of the best ones. I've seen, ah, oh, where's that at? It was oh, a tattoo. Good. It, comes it was in, like a comes in red and pink tie-dye. Good, good, good. It was a naked woman that had, a, a, like, a, a hippo head. Mm-hmm. Sure. Riding like a chainsaw shark with like machine guns. <laughs> oh, you sent that to the group. Yeah. Did I? Okay. Did I? I hope oh, I saved it. That's an internet shirt right there. Yeah, I actually. So, Mountain Cat 
Uh, the mountain uh, king kitten. I actually put that in my cart. I might buy that. Nice. Balls through, Nick. These are jokes, but they're real life jokes. Okay. We're here. <laughs> my God. Yeah, that's, that's the greatest tattoo of all time. What is that? Is that the Kraken kitty? It's a naked woman holding what a scythe. And she has a hippo a head. Hippo head. A, riding a chainsaw shark. And the, the shark is a chainsaw. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. And then she's also riding a broomstick at the same time. No, that's time. the scythe. That's the scythe. Oh, oh there it is. I don't see that. Okay. Also, it's like hard to tell, but this is like a, a chick's like entire side. Yeah, no, that's her. Obviously, we see that. Wow. Well, you get so caught up in the piece that you forget to... Sure. Let's see the on someone. I get it. 